Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. From the world's first officially recognized sim racing group, it's the Torah Radio Show. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Torah Radio Show here on RadioLeMans.com on RS1. I think we're still on RS1. Hopefully we're still on RS1. Um, this We've is been the, demoted to RS2. Yes. Or RS3, even worse. Or RSSN, yeah. like NASCAR was over the weekend. Let's not go oh, there. Jeez. Let's not go there. That's a whole anyway. new thing. If we somehow get bumped at NASCAR radio while still being on Radio Lamont, I don't know how the heck we do that. Yeah. So as you might have guessed, this, it's America Week here on the Tour Radio Show. Um, I am, of course, Ben Williams. This is the Florida special this week because we have two Floridians in the house. Um, we have, of course, Mr. Lewis Satterley, Tor's hey. unofficial Stig. Who, yeah. Who, we got to think of a better one than unofficial Stig. Well, if you were the Stig, then you wouldn't speak. And there was no fun exactly. in that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We got to think of something yeah. better than the Stig. Yeah. Full transparency, we were planning on having a another tour test track this episode but unfortunately there were some technological issues and that's all i'll say about that also yeah, it, yeah. the feature is coming back though listeners yeah we're gonna try again in two weeks also joining us this week potentially getting attacked by his dog any second here christian gomez how are you christian i'm now the pupper king Apparently, the uh, thanks for having me back. Uh, I know I was here for the Art of Rally Review, but good to be back here for a full show. Yes. So coming up on tonight's program, and just completely turned this into Top Gear right there. Um, of course, <laughs> collection of iRacing news. We got some R Factor mod stuff, um, AMS two update information, and we're going to be talking about a interesting esports series that we've kind of talked about on the show before. Um, interesting esports series. Yes. Ah. So, starting with iRacing news. First of all, just some quickie iRacing news. Um, we finally got a little bit more of an actual view of Long Beach. Uh, Long Beach has been a game that, or yeah, has been a track that has been scanned for iRacing for something like thirteen years now, something like that. If I remember correctly, they scanned it back in 2007 or something along those lines. Um, it's been existing as kind of like a rough framework, but iRacing has started to actually turn it into a full track. Um, they released a teaser image of it last week um, of the famous fountain area, which, I mean, by iRacing standards, what's quite good. Um, I understand that the mountain, the fountain will be fully animated um and this is a long time coming it's like the last missing track for the imsa calendar um yet to come to this series what are your thoughts gentlemen because obviously you're both indie um indie car fans so long beach is a little bit more special for you than it is for me yeah um like you said they've had a skin for the longest time and if you open up the app you always saw the um crap i can't remember what the feature was that they called it up there but it was a basically a uh, a beta version 
of tech Long track. Beach that you could do for the longest time? Yeah, Tech Track. There we go. That's the term I'm looking for. Um, they've had that feature going for us for I don't know how probably ever since iRacing has been popular with sim racers from the get-go. So they've had it as a tech track for God knows how long. And yeah, with the pandemic, it just they finally got around to finishing the whole thing because I guess they don't have any of the new tracks that they've scanned in to finally complete. Uh, for me, I think this is the, the call of the apocalypse because if, the, if there's going to be water animated at the fountain, uh, I think we might be seeing the early stages of... Uh, water on iRacing, which I think we all know where that's going to lead to eventually. So, uh, I think it's great that uh, Long Beach is on the game, finally. Uh, like, you know, we're in, uh, Lewis and I, we're IndyCar guys, also IMSA guys, so it's good to finally have that last track in. That's pretty much like our Monaco. And I remember very many fond memories from doing it in the Forza IndyCar series, so it's going to be good to now race on it on uh, on iRacing, especially with how a laser scan will be. So, all the bumps, cracks, you know, sidewalks, whatever. Bumps, <laughs> cracks, circa 2007. So, anything that's newer we haven't experienced yet. Yeah, or who knows, maybe the surface has been repaved. Because I think there was a... I think probably did get repaved throughout that span of time. I think. If I recall correctly. But, uh, yeah, it's good to have it finally done on the game. Races yeah. of Long Beach past. Yes. Most definitely. For a second there, I thought you were going to say, I would thought Long Beach would come to the game after I saw a pig fly or something along those lines. Well, I mean, as a tech track, it's been in the game. It just hasn't been a highly usable circuit, because I believe if it's a tech track, you can only drive on it solo, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one there, Christian. Um, I think you can drive it in uh, in a private session. You can't do it in official events, but you could uh, drive on on a private session. There you go. Shows you how long it's been since I've done iRacing. So, it's definitely something to look forward to. Um, We still don't have a date yet, which is, you know, annoying. So, um, uh, let's speculate for a second here. What are we thinking? Um, Q1 next year? Maybe they throw it in as a surprise Christmas present for everyone. What do we think? I'm thinking Q2. Q2? Okay. Because that would be closer to the actual Long Beach event itself. Yeah, that's true. Well, wait. Long Beach is usually... In April. In April. Yeah, that would be mm-hmm. Q2. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that would that would line up perfectly in March. And also, I think probably for Q1, we might see... We'll see something for IMSA, but I think it might be a... not, not a track, but maybe possibly a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Speaking of IMSA ties with iRacing, um, they recently announced this past week a new championship um, tie-in with iRacing. Um, Basically, what's happening is that they've opened up a championship for all iRacing members to take part in. It's a three-race championship that will take place on virtual tracks that will be corresponding with the three tracks that they will be using during the final four stops of the WeatherTech Championship Series. Um, competitors will be competing for a prize, w- prizes which include a VIP weekend for two to any of the WeatherTech Championship events in 2021. If we're hopefully allowed to, allowed to go outside in 2021. 
We can go outside. It's just a matter if we can congregate congregate near people. Yes. Um, of course, travel's not included in that. But anyway, um, the races will be October 11th at Charlotte Roval, October 25th at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. I still got to use calling it WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. And November 8th at Sebring. Uh, the races will start 2 p.m. Eastern, and will be, and the top spot will be broadcast on iRacing's YouTube channel as per usual. Um, championship points will only be tabulated by the those who are in the top spot, which is determined by um, their overall iRacing ranking again as per usual. Um, the fun part is that a participant who completes in all three races, no matter what split they're in will be randomly selected to receive a VIP weekend for two at the WeatherTech Championship event, which is pretty cool, I think. Um, other prizes will also be drawn, will also be randomly awarded, excuse me, to participants in the lower splits as well. Um, these things include, like, Team Insub Store credits, the IMSA 15th Anniversary Season Book, and other IMSA prize packs. I do have that IMSA 50th anniversary season book, and that is that's a, that's a good read. That's a fun one to look at with all the pictures that they have inside of that one. If it is the same one that I'm thinking of, it was one that they had a limited run of. But I do have that one in my personal collection, and that is a good book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting idea to, you know, kind of line up your schedule to go along with the real world season kind of like, like Tora does with the British GT. Um, I mean, when we can because forces have all of the British GT tracks. Um, but digressing. Um, I, I always like to see these tie-ins with sim racing and real world racing. Just I don't, it, We saw it a lot during the early stage of the pandemic with all of the pro series on iRacing, ACC, um, things like that so um, having those partnerships continue is I, I definitely think it's um, sign that um, rural world racing has kind of seen the value of sim racing and wants to embrace it a little bit more than they did previously what do you and guys I, think and i racing already does this with nascar with the nis uh series that runs along with the real life schedule throughout the year and it, and with indycar this year uh they had a schedule that or they had a racing series that goes along with the real life schedule. So, uh, IMS is just another uh, crown jewel, I guess, to that to iRacing's collection of doing these real life championships. Uh, I I could imagine that probably the next one on their list would be Supercars, where they probably have to get you know, a few more of those tracks. But given that with the pandemic mm-hmm. and the travel restrictions, we might not see that for a while. But uh, yeah, it's good to see that uh, IMS is getting it. I'm definitely probably gonna race all three events. Yeah. Um, the Triple Crown, the Triple Crown Challenge, which I actually neglected to actually say the name of the series, um, is not quite like the IMSA series. Um, it's only going to be using the GTLM cars, um, and it's just going to be a single class series. But it will share the like the sixty minute race format that you would see um, during the IMSA series. As well. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> oh. yes. I, I I like that uh, the new Delara LP2 a lot. Uh, I drove it uh, at Petite this week or mm-hmm. last week, and then it was it was a great experience. So it's unfortunate that they're not including that car in the series. Yeah. Oh. but you can drive the new Corvette. Uh, 
Would you like to give me the 10 bucks for me to drive the Corvette? <laughs> you can drive your Porsche. I know how much you like the RSR. Uh, will iRacing give me a good BOP? <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're the, even in the Tour Raiders show, we're going to talk about BOP. Let's just. Oh, we, we, we've done it numerous times. Don't oh, worry there, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, we're just going to go ahead and just change gears on that one and not beat the, a dead horse with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> or with a clutch. The, welcome to the Tour Radio Show. We do occasionally complain about balance of performance. Oh, hang on a second. You definitely tell it's October because I just went ahead and steered us in the right direction. That's not my job, Ben. No, it's not. <laughs> oh. What have you done to me, sir? If you had Lewis actually does something helpful in your bingo cards, you may X that off here. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yep. You had Lewis correcting the Tor Radio show in October. That's pandemic bingo for you. There you go. Yeah. And no, you don't get to use the free space. Anyway. No, free space. Um, free space is free stuff, which we don't have. Yes. <laughs> there is a link that you can, that according to their press release says that you can register for the Triple Crown Challenge, but when you click on it, it's basically the same information that I just read. So. <laughs> you can register by reading this information. Yes. You're reading this information twice, because the only place I've seen this link is on the press release that has this you, information. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard this information, but you haven't read it. Now that you've read it, you are registered. Yes. Anyway, um, we'll probably be checking in on that series from time to time. See what's up. Um, anyway, so moving on, we kind of mentioned this. Well, I kind of mentioned this a little bit when we were talking about the Triple Crown thing. Um, so, now that the pandemic is slowing down a little bit we're getting back racing for real um you're starting to see the end of the sim racing boom that we saw at the beginning of the year um and i know that christian particularly this is kind of why he's on the show um brought this topic up and i wanted him to like expand upon his thoughts since it's not something we've talked about on the show that much yet. And he, I think he has a bit of a different perspective than the four typical hosts do. So, Christian, go ahead. Uh, as nice. far as the, okay, oh, you know I'm never. Uh, as far as the sim racing boom is concerned, I mean, we've seen uh, throughout the pandemic, like, uh, like Ben mentioned, we've seen all these real racing series embracing the, the, uh, the niche community and doing their own events and really bringing it into into the community. We already seen them with Gran Turismo, what they did with the FI Championship, so, and they were ahead of the curve, so now all these other racing series, IMSA with iRacing, NASCAR with iRacing, and boy, I, I don't, it, it's gonna come to an end, and I think it's gonna be possibly for the better, because since we were just talking about iRacing, I think that ever since the pandemic started, I think the driving quality um, the service has probably diminished a bit since we now have users that don't necessarily probably... I'm just going to say they don't drive well. I'm just going to say it straight up. They don't drive well. Um, it's come at times a nightmare uh, to race on these online services because a lot of people have now a lot of free time. So, and Another benefit from this is that uh, 
when these folks eventually return back to their normal lives, uh, we're probably going to see a little bit of a crash in the in the market because there's going to be a lot of used stuff for sale that's barely used, and it's probably going for a lot cheaper. So, yeah, that was something that I noticed during all this, um, like the brand new Thrustmaster load cell pedals that came out like during the pandemic, you can't buy any of those right now because um, they're out of stock. Um, I went to go get a wheel stand earlier this week. It too is completely out of stock. Um, do you think it's like the increased viewership that we saw like NASCAR streaming the iRacing series um, IMSA having um, hind off in the gang, like. Um, oh no, they were perfect commercials for the servers. Yeah, they were per- they were perfect commercials for the series, and and a lot of these fans wanted a piece of that, and mm-hmm. they all bought wheels. I mean, Fanatic was sold out for like three months straight. I had a buddy of mine who was trying to get a, a Universal hub, and you know to move on from his Logitech, and it was just a nightmare to get that stuff mailed in. Uh, Play seat, they're no longer shipping to the U.S. at the moment due to pandemic. That's mostly due to the pandemic, but also they're short on rigs as well. So, I mean, if you were involved somehow in the sim racing community and you were a builder, you made a ton of money. But there's a there's a flip side to that. that now, uh, all that stuff is probably going to go on sale now on eBay, not Amazon, but yeah, eBay, for example maybe like Facebook shopping or whatnot, and you could probably get some pretty good deals. Like I've seen on uh, on these Simmers and subreddit that there's some people that could get complete setups, like $600, $800 setups for like 200 because the seller just didn't know like the true value of it mm-hmm. on the resale market. Yeah, I think... I mean, my opinion, that's a bit of a shame because having more people in the hobby kind of like... It, there's a particular word I'm going to use here. I can't think of what it is. Um, it, like, adds credence to the hobby being more popular. Like, the more popular that it is, the more that companies will want to do things for that market. Um, sim racing is an expensive hobby. It's also kind of a niche market, in a way. Um, in a way, <laughs> just yeah. because it's not, it doesn't have the near popularity of something like World of Warcraft or um, a Call of Duty or something along those lines. Um, just because it's just such a, it's its own animal, if that makes sense. Yeah, like uh, right now, there's a collegiate iRacing series that's uh, kicking off. Um, and I'm going to be a part of it for my university. When I went up to the uh, the pan, well, my esports club uh, at my university, uh, they were like, "Well, we've seen like the Formula One stuff, and we, you know, and that was pretty cool." So they already they're already aware of it, you know. And these guys, and these folks just they do Overwatch League, they do Rainbow Six Siege. So uh, these established esports uh, groups they're now starting to see the value of sim racing, which is good. Mm-hmm. But as I mentioned. There's, there's a twist side of it where we have unintended consequences. And then again, this is just probably me just speaking from like the, the pent-up like anger that I have from being taken out for a guy that's only been on the servers for a month. 
<laughs> and not really knowing what he was doing because I was an LP2 trying to overtake him and he was in a GT3, but that's just me. That's just my personal experience. But, uh, but we'll see. I mean, I, sim racing has grown and I think it will maintain uh, what it has now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as popularity, uh, eyeballs watching these events. Yeah. But uh, it, 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 there's still more work to be done in order for it to break out of the niche. Yeah. Gus, your thoughts? Um, I, I fully agree with everything that Christian's saying, but I think it all hinges on the one particular thing, and that is going to be the off-season for all these different series that did an iRacing championship. Mm-hmm. If they do something very similar to what we were doing in the pandemic all throughout the off-season, then I don't think you're going to see the decline in sim racing. And I really don't think you'll see a decline if they do like a uh, professional versus sim racer or fan challenge for that matter. If you get what I'm saying to where basically you have, yeah. you pit the professional racer up against the amateur guys. And actually IMSA could possibly spin it a little bit to where anybody who's registered up in the top split, obviously pairs off with a professional racer, like what they did for the virtual 24 hour at Le Mans for uh, R factor. Oh yeah. So I think, I 100% agree with what Christian's saying, but I think it all hinges on if they, any of these series do another series like what they did during the pandemic. Just my thoughts. I think the networks also see the value of having those series and mm-hmm. in order to take up that time slot or the time slots during the winter because, mm-hmm. sure, we're pretty packed right now as it is as we're, as we're approaching the, the, the end of the year here in America, per se, because we have the NFL, the NBA, the NHL. MLB is just ending. Major League Soccer is just about to end as well. So to have those events, you know, it's better than having some rerun, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. on prime time. So I think it's something we've worked out. I think Fox, I think they were the folks that really – got the idea and took it on their own with kind of like the iRock revival they were doing mm-hmm. where they had yeah. sort of different series coming in so I I hope we can see that again Something or what they that... did during the midweek just for one hour entertainment they had half an hour of iRacing sprint cars and iRacing dirt late models so yeah just something for midweek to keep people entertained racing wise yeah which if, if you ask me I'm sure as they stopped doing that yeah this is a bit of a off the wall um, kind of tangent opinion about that, but um, since Christian mentioned the, <clears throat> excuse me, since Christian mentioned the networks, something that they probably saw was that they had basically the same type of entertainment, but at a fraction of the cost because you're not paying for travel for your crew, you're not paying for room for and board for your crew, you're not paying for um, your crew's. Uh, the meals you're not paying for other um like equipment costs um to do an iRacing series all you really need is a stable internet connection and the bit of a know-how that most of people working at the network probably already had i think i think it's uh, what you're saying is absolutely correct but i think it's going to go beyond these sim racing events my personal opinion, I think the networks are going to smarten up and they're going to do all these races via studio now. I think Fox, maybe from uh, in NAS- from NASCAR terms, primarily from NASCAR terms, mm-hmm. and then we'll get to IndyCar and IMSA and whatnot. From NASCAR terms, I can only see them going to the five to the Daytona 500, the Coke 600, 
uh, the, like the big events, yeah. the finale, and that's it. The rest are probably done via studio. Same uh, with IndyCar, the Indy 500, maybe Belle Isle. And, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to see start seeing a lot of the studio stuff. Yeah. I mean, we see it with sports car racing. They've been doing this already for years. I mean, with F1 back on the speed days, they were doing it from the studio every weekend. I mean, kind of you. It makes sense why they were doing it from a studio, but now we're going to have to deal with it with from a regional series perspective. That yeah. this might become the new normal. Yeah, oh, I what hate saying been... that. <laughs> this is what they've been doing with IMSA this entire time as well, because they definitely have not. Like, Heindahl and the crew have definitely have not left. Um, have definitely not left the UK, so they've been do- basically doing studio work this entire time as well. Like, I I think that this is my thought isn't completely crazy because, like, even in my small company that I work for, uh, we've been seeing like, well, everyone can work remotely, so why do we need all this office space? I think kind of the same thing applies here, where it's like, well, we can just do this race virtually and save a, a load of money. Most of the pro drivers already have rigs at home now, so. And we get closer to a Black Mirror episode, everybody. <laughs> I, for one, welcome our robot overlords. Um, anyway, um, so you out there, listeners, what are you guys' opinions on this? Um, do you think we've gone completely mad, or do you think that we actually have some good thoughts um, uh, there's no question we've gone completely mad. That's just what we do. Well, that's just general, but I'm thinking like this particular subject. Um, hashtag... and this, 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 this is a subject that goes beyond sim racing. This is yeah. actually into real racing as well. Yeah. So, hashtag Tora Radio Show. Share us your thoughts. Um, at the real underscore Tora. Uh, anyway, moving on to our Factor 2 news. Lewis, there are some mods you think we should check out. Yeah, just some updates on the mods from two weeks ago of what has hit onto the Steam page here. So we're going to start off, first of all, if you like circle track racing and you like NASCAR, SCSR has released a uh, basically their livery pack for their ch- particular championship season that they're going to be using for their league. Now, that doesn't pertain to you if you're racing online, because obviously they're not going to be correlating to you. But however, if you race offline... You got a bunch of new liveries that you can go ahead and get, and it is all based off of their own created 2015 stock car model using the Xfinity series cars. So you have that. By the looks of it, you got 20-plus easily, if that league is still just as healthy as I remember it being. Also on that, you got a couple of circuits that are now out there on the market, and then we had a third one for a while, but it looks like it got taken down by Global Endurance Modding. You had... An updated version of Spa Frankershamp, but they have taken that one down since. But you do have the Santiago E-Prix for 2020 Season 6. That has been introduced there. Also, you can find an updated version up to 2019 for Road America. So that's a good one. I haven't had a chance to try that particular mod yet. Excuse me while I go grab that. (laughs) Also, uh, from ASR, they are notorious for their... F1 mods that they do, they have released the 1990 McLaren MP45B version 1.02 for that one, and also, this is going to be the goodie right here, and I'm anxious to try it because I haven't had a chance to. 
Uh, let's see, who was this individual again? Uh, Oliver Ray's workshop. So I'm pretty sure this is a private modder, but he has created the 1979 F1 season for cars. So there's a whole bunch of goodies there and a bunch of good-looking models over there on that one, which I cannot wait to try myself. So those are the big heavy hitters on that one, and then you got a couple other small mods there for uh, just basically repeats of NASCAR and what have you. If you want a pace car as well, actually, just looking at this, an updated pace car, there is a NASCAR pace car you can download to be as your pace car in your game. Oh, cool. Mods for everything, so. Yep. That's one of the great things about the modding community for sim racing in general is that you can pretty much find anything you want to except I have not been able to find and this is maybe this is kind of like a call out to the ether maybe someone can make this for me um, I haven't found liveries for um, TCR cars of the um, Michelin Pilot Cup Challenge variety for Esther Corsa yet that's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I found an entire pack of the GT4 cars, but apparently no one makes the TCR cars. Which is kind well, of if it makes you feel better, nobody's made the TCR cars or the GT4 cars for R-Factor 2. So, uh, yeah. Um, also, another thing, just to update everybody on, if you have the Global Endurance mod for effectively the World Endurance Championship mod, uh, there's basically two or three times a week sometimes actually last week i think they had four mini updates where basically they're uploading liveries of their new season that they're getting ready to go so basically as they get the liveries they update the mod and it uploads into the game so it's a similar situation like i mentioned with the nascar mod it's doesn't pertain to you if you want to race online but offline if you want more cars to add on to your own individual championships you could do that whether it be your own wc your own emsa your own Elms, your own Asian Le Mans series, or your own South American Le Mans series. I, that's the great thing about modding on your own thing. You can do whatever you want. Is there a South American Le Mans series? No, there isn't. That's just one I created off the top of my head. Yeah, I was about to say, I know Endurance Brazil exists, which, I mean, I think this would be a good segue <laughs> <laughs> into our next topic. Yes. Well, that's right. Christian wasn't around last week when we talked about the particular uh, 24 Hours of Lemons mod. Oh, yes. Hold on a minute. What's this? Okay, so... Is that what you think? We're we're going to have a little bit of fun. What do you think it is, Christian? I think it's 24... I think it's a mod where it's just... It's lemons with four wheels on them, and you get to run around the track. That is literally what it is. It is. Nailed it. Yeah, because I was about to say it sounds too good to be true that they're going to make a mod entirely of, of, of like junkyard cars painted on with like numbers and stuff, you know, in order to run around a racetrack. I, I it's think... literally full. It's giant lemons and limes that have slices of lemon or lime as wheels. Mm-hmm. I don't okay, think there's cool. any modder on the planet that would be able to keep up with the crazy contraptions that you typically see from the 24 Hours of Lemon series. Maybe on Wreckfest you might be able to. Well, Breakfast is basically 24 lemons. Hours of Lemons, the game. Which, when are we going to do something on there? That 24 Hours of Lemons-esque. Well, wait. Uh, not <laughs> I'm not supposed to propose that. these ideas on here. Christian, if I had a dollar for every time that someone has suggested that Tora should do X-Series, 
I'd be able to fund an entire series of, of, of real life cars. That X series. <laughs> anyway, so um, Lewis, where are those mods available from? Where can you find those particular mods? Is that what you're asking? Yes. There? Okay. Just go know... on to the Steam, the Steam website. Workshop? Okay, yeah. All yeah, so up if you go into your game, you click on the game icon. Don't hit the play button. Where literally you come up with the where store page, community hub, find groups, etc. Go to the right. It'll be second from the left. It says workshop. You click on that sucker right there, and you get a whole bunch of them there to where it starts you off on most popular. Which actually the Road America mod right now is the most popular going right now. If you Case really want to go that out, yeah. It's the most popular. But if you go to most recent, that p- pops up everything for you. And in total, according to this, there's 581 items in the Steam store itself. So there's lots of different stuff that you can get in there. Very cool. Oh, and the other big news for R Factor 2, which I forgot to mention, mm-hmm. is that the uh, inside of R Factor store itself, the Ferrari 488 GT3 Evo has now become available. So, I'm pretty sure Matt and Jordan mentioned that last week. I don't know if they did or not. I thought it just came out this week, but it is now yeah. for sure available. If they did mention it, this is just going to be a reminder, a repeat mention of it so yep. for you to go out there and get it. Yeah. But for five dollars and eighty nine cents American, you can get the Ferrari four eighty eight GT three Evo. And I think at the same time the Bentley came out, the uh, the Bathurst race winning one as well. No, they didn't come out at the same time. Actually, they were a few weeks apart. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bentley was like four weeks ago now. Yep. Something like that. And as of right now, the Bentley, you can get actually both Bentleys, the new and the old version, for 589 So basically, it's a buy one, get one free Wait, thing going right now for it. Four weeks ago? Maybe yeah. two weeks ago. Okay, I was about to say for the first time ever this year, it's actually felt like it's gone quick. 2020 has been a bore of. You've actually been living in the past, or as of right now, there, Jordan. Or not Jordan. Wow. <laughs> All right, that's one <laughs> in the tip right. jar there. Wow. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Moving on from uh, one thing that Matt and Jordan might have talked about last week to something that they definitely did. Um, The AMS2 update is officially out now. Um, It included the cars that they talked about last week. The Mini, the 65 Mini Cooper, the um, Lotus... 23, the BMW M3 E30, because who doesn't love that car, and those two car tracks. Um, the update has revealed the and more part of the teaser tweet. Um, they have now added the BMW M1 Pro car. Nice. The Mercedes 190 Evo, because of course you're going to add that car, because the E30 meets its rival that race against. And they also added a new layout for Hockenheim, which is the 88 short layout. Um, that, of course, is part of that DLC. So you only get that if you have that DLC. Um, there are also a wide variety of things that they updated as part of this update. Um, fixed an issue where event date was not currently set if the host changed the track feed in the multiplayer lobby. Um change world movement to head movement to reflect new functionality. I think that's that VR spectator um, mode that they added 
recently. Um, fixed menu mouse activations and highlight state throughout the broadcast control. Um, oh, here's something interesting. Under dedicated server tool, the max grid size and max human opponents is now allowed to be equal in the HTTP UI, which sounds kind of important. Um, a bunch of various other things. Uh, it's Brazilian project cars. Buy it now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Buy it now. I, I literally got lost in the sheer amount of stuff they addressed it on the tracks. Um, that's how you know they're working hard because they developed that game more than than what SMS did for Project Cars Three. Buy it now. Forty shots bucks. fired. Steam. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I'll, you know, realistically, though, that AMS Two, honestly, that's a game you got to look out for within the next coming years because mm-hmm. I, that that game is just going to keep developing over time. Yeah. The more DLC that's sold, the more season passes that are sold, that gives them more money in order to do more licensing agreements with tracks and car and car makers. Uh, I know there's a USA DLC coming out next year. And oh, really? Yeah, so what I'm... I, I think I, I can kind of... This is a guesstimation on my part. Yes, made up guesstimation. I'm pretty sure <laughs> one of the tracks that'll be on there will be Road America. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about that. Because, I, because I'm pretty sure they got the asset files from P-Cards 2. Cool. So that'll be probably there. And my hope... My hope is that they add uh, Indianapolis with the IndyCar. Because one of the more popular mods from the uh, original AMS was the old kart series from the 90s. And Kart mm-hmm. Evolution, I think that was the name of the mod. So it'd be cool if they added IndyCars and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to AMS too. And, but this time officially as a paid content. Yeah. So yeah. AMS 2, still highly recommended by us here at the Toro Radio Show. And I really should play that game more. <laughs> I really should too. It's just I got way too many things on my plate right now. But, Ooh, uh, I just stumbled across something. Breaking news, everyone. Lewis, go ahead. So, so um, it's not entirely sim racing, but it is game or racing or car game related. Um, anybody who doesn't necessarily like the driving part of sim racing. There is a wonderful game out there called Car Mechanic Simulator 2018. Oh yeah, and, I've heard about this. Yes, uh, basically you can go in there, you can find old cars, you can fully restore them, or you can repair them, whatever have you. And every once in a while they'll drop inside of there for their DLC, which it's a lot like R-Factor, it does survive a lot on mods. But every once in a while, they'll drop in something I call a unicorn, which is a race car. And they have dropped in a particular race car that I'm really anxious to get into, the McLaren M6 GT. M6 GT. That, isn't yeah, that the... that's, about, that's an old 1960s K&M machine. I was going to say, that's the K&M car, isn't it? Uh, no, that is the M8B. This is a closed-top K&M car, or it was originally designed for oh, K&M. Okay. I ever actually did, though. I'd have to research more on this because I know very little about the car. I know what model is of it, but I don't know too much about its history. So let's see. Let's go. Let's, let's ask McLaren's website. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks an awful lot like the old uh, Chevrons. Yeah. And yeah. So 
Looks an awful lot like one of those. But yeah, that's a unicorn that just dropped. So somebody who's not necessarily into the racing side and likes to wrench cars and repair them or restore them or make them look good for a sim racing or simulator of mechanical features, mm-hmm. that just dropped over there. So I just happened to be browsing through and came across that. So okay. I would like, I'll actually like to drop in some news as well. What was that? I would also like to drop in some Before news you- as well. Do huh? for context because I, I literally looked this up as Glyss was talking about it. Um, it was their attempts to enter Group Four GT. Ah, well then there we go. Yeah, um, following the runaway success of the Group Seven series, McLaren announced its intention to race in the lucrative GT Four series. Fast, exciting, and glamorous, the GT races drew the big names like Ferrari, Porsche, and Alfa Romeo, etc., 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 etc. Unfortunately, the F. Well, as always the case, unfortunately, the FIA changed the rules governing homologation for the World Championship of Manks, requiring manufacturers to complete a minimum of 50 production examples. And because they weren't able to do that at the time, the project was shelved. So, well, there we go. Yeah. Now we've had our history lesson. <laughs> they should have done what Lancey did with the rally car, take it from one car park to another during the middle of the lunch break with the FIA. <laughs> oh, yes. They should have done that. that. Was great. Yeah, the but, only difference, uh, though, is that Bruce McLaren was not Italian. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I actually have a bit of news here since we okay. talked about a little bit of car sim. Uh, if you're into the whole, if you're into racing games, but not to say the simulation aspect, uh, A for Speed Hopper Pursuit Remastered is coming out next month. I know it's not a sim. I know it's not. You're not going to see any race cars. I know it's not, you know... Like and that, dear listener, was the last time we got to hear Christian Gomez on the show. We went to think exactly. Christian coming on the show I tonight. Know, um, I know, I know, I know it's all those things, right? But, it, you know, we all grew up in Need for Speed games. Let's not, hey, can, let's not forget. Can I say the sentence that all Need for Speed fans are thinking right it now? It should have been Most Wanted, I know. Yes. <laughs> it should have been, no. Yeah, wait, I remember my clarification, club, club level sim racing days, yes. Clarification, uh... 05 most wanted. Not 12, not 2012, 05 most wanted. But 2012 I, most wanted is kind of like the Forza 5 of Need for Speed games. We don't talk about that one. Yeah, so, but yeah, but yeah I just wanted to bring that in since we talked about Car Sim and now. It, it, it is a racing game, you know, there might be some nostalgia involved. So, uh, the game will be coming out next month on the 16th of November, uh, 30 bucks, Steam Store. I don't know, if guys want to get it i know it's not a proper sim it's not it's a racing game there for me it's it's a game <laughs> it's a game with cars that you could drive maybe very, drive them very fast there might be some police cars but that's fine or in this case just you're going you're leading safety cars around a forest there <laughs> done anyway um kind of moving on to unless anyone else has any breaking news um, kind of moving on to the last subject of tonight's show, um, we've talked about the Ferrari Hel- Helibet Esports series a couple of times. Um, this is the series that has their own custom version of the um, Ferrari uh, 488 Challenge Evo um, that um, by registering to take part in this series, you basically got the car for free. Um, fortunately, none of us did because the U.S. Um, players are not allowed to take part in this championship. Rude. Um, the first championship round took place last Sunday. 
um, at Monza because when you're an Italian automaker running an eSports series, what else do you start? Um, uh, you can start at Emily. You can start at Mugello. You can okay, start okay, okay, um, okay. Sano. That's another one. Anyway. Um, By the way, it's America Month, right? Here on the TRS, correct? It's America Week. America Week, yes, and Americans are not allowed in this series, correct? Yes. Why are we talking about that? I know, it's rude. <laughs> That's if, what if, I if, said. If, if they're, they're going to throw the hand at us, you know, let's throw it back at them. We're not going to talk about this. Nah, I'm kidding. Anyway. <laughs> um, in the pro series, Arnold Lacombe took the pro win with Jarno caught winning in the amateur division. Um, the pro, of course, the series is made up of um, pro drivers and um, the more higher-end esports drivers, and the AM series is all the guys who qualified by setting the fastest laps. Um, reminder that for those who are taking part in the pro, in I think it's the AM series, is actually raising for a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to represent Ferrari as part of the FDA esports team, which Ferrari. FDA, that's what you're naming your team? It sounds like a um, drifting competition, if you ask At me. least it didn't call it the SF1000 program. True. Anyway, <laughs> um, this weekend, if you care, you can watch the round two of the series taking part. It's Zold- uh, Zondervart, excuse me, um, at 1800 um, Nash- or. Universal Time, whatever it is, UTC, um, live and exclusively on Ferrari's YouTube channel. The reason I'm mentioning this is because um, they have that custom, they have that car that hasn't really, like, it was made for this series as part of it. And I definitely kind of like that idea, um, kind of like we talked about two weeks ago on the show with Ghost and I, where these champions or these esports series are making cars for their championships. I think that's a cool idea. What do you guys think? That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think it as well. If now, now let's just hope for uh, Transam to step up to an esports series. We could get some T two cars in circulation somewhere. I mean, Transam did do a esports series uh, yeah, during I, the pandemic, but yeah, they, but I'm talking I don't about like a proper one. Yeah, with the T two cars. Were they using? R Factor Two. I think they use. I think it was R Factor Two. Yeah, yeah. And they and were they basically were using, using one Corvette the entire time. Or the Camaro. I think one of the events was the Camaro. Okay. Yeah, it was the GT3 Camaro, the Rider okay. Engineering Camaro. Yeah, and they went to Riverside the one week. That's what I remember. Yeah. Kind of. We really didn't talk about it on the show because Trans Am is not something that typically. Um, penetrates interest outside of America. If that makes sense. I mean, as soon as they see a race on YouTube, I'm, they'll be they'll be clamoring for. It. I mean, it's essentially Euro NASCAR if you think about it. <laughs> this is true. I mean, the more esports series of V8s, I'm okay with this. Yeah, no, I mean, we find hopefully we get a T82 car or T2 cars because there's the Ford, the Camaro. And the uh, the challenger, yeah, the Duje, the Duje. <laughs> That's what you want to see. Introducing the Duje challenger. 
the Dujay Challenger. And the Dujay Challenger. Okay, yeah, we're going to get all the French angry and never listen to our show ever again. Yeah, You're the one that's a Dujay. Yeah, but you guys went ahead and started the accents and dragged me along with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the accent for the record. Yeah, but you're guilty by association, bud. I Besides, I, I, I believe you are the one of one the three people. of us that drives the Duge d'Art. <laughs> no, it's trying to create his own. I, I, think the, I, I think the FIA and the ACO are wonderful organizations. I think, I think they've run World Motorsport completely correct, and uh, I, I do not associate with any of these accents or impersonations. You know, I think, I think we're going to be okay, I promise you, because every once in a while, Nick Damon will try to do a really strong Southern American redneck accent, and it it turns out terrible for him, but he never gets in trouble for it, so I'm, I'm going to say we're not going to get in trouble for this one. Have you seen how they treated iRacing and every other... <laughs> Organization this summer when they're trying to do their lo- their own Le Mans event. Oh yeah. Well, it makes you think they're going to do to us. We're never going to get proper sanctioning now. Oh. Well, we didn't have it to begin with, so I guess we're okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, they have the Le Mans Esports series. Seriously, did that on Forza for them. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So, in the 10 minutes or so, 10 minutes, ugh, gosh, in the 10 minutes or so so left in tonight's program, um, I'm going to do a quickie Torah update for those that care. Um, of course, Torah is now running series on three different games. Um, we have, Ready. yes, we have something on ACC coming up soon. I'm not going to spoil that. I wonder um, what it could be. Hmm? Yeah, something tells something... me it's a GT championship of some sort. Something tells me uh, there's going to be uh, a T station at every racetrack. <laughs> Possibly crumpets as well. Speaking of which... Okay, now we're just going to get fired off with this whole station altogether because I'm going to make it fun of the English. Yes. Oh, yeah, actually, no, never mind. Sorry, sorry, Heidi. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which... It's, it's... We had a good run. <laughs> yeah. Spe- speaking of which, Kunas, some information about the British GT pack would be nice. Anyway, um, I know, right? What's that going to come out? Because I'm dying to see that. I'm dying to uh, see that too. They teased I mean, they, Alton. They, they teased Alton, but that's all they've done. And I know fall 2020 is a very big window, but it's fall 2020, and I'm impatient. Well, fall 2020 is not a very big window. Wait, from you're impatient, Mister Patience. Patience, anyway, um, so expected... part of the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, that's the on-running gag within the tour community because whenever someone asks for information about a potential series, I said patience once, and now it's become a running gag. Yes, and now that you're impatient, now we now we get to you know throw it back at you. Patience, patience. I'm pretty sure the wonderful people at Kunos know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and they're going to release information in due time. And I would also rather have it be complete and then incomplete. And have to wait for updates. You want it to be completely incomplete? Or no. incompletely complete? Anyway, I, so expect news about a Tor G, um, series 
on ACC coming up soon. Um, probably will be before at the end of the year. We'll run something again, um, even if it is another social night that we have been running. Um, anyway, on iRacing, this week we announced the iRacing Cadillac Cup um, that will, of course, feature the Cadillac, if you couldn't figure that out already. Um, going to a couple of different tracks, mostly legacy stuff, but we do have a couple of paid tracks on the calendar. Um, starting off this coming Friday, so tomorrow evening, uh, we will be heading to the paid version of the Daytona International Speedway for the road course, the proper one, not the NASCAR one. Um, next series, or the next <clears throat> round of the series will be at the Silverstone Circuit, um, followed by the Charlotte Oval, Alton Park, Okiyama, Road America, and finally Laguna Seca, right before Thanksgiving. Uh, we also recently announced the Tascar iRacing Truck Series, which is the first time that we've seen the Tascar name used outside of a Forza title. Um, we will be using a lot more legacy, or a lot, excuse me, more paid tracks for this one. Um, it have, is also starting this coming Saturday at Daytona. Kind of sense of thing here. Um, then we'll be going to Phoenix, the Charlotte Roval. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Charlotte Speedway, Watkins Glen, Adora, Thompson, Michigan, the Daytona Road Course, Bristol, Pocono, which I'm excited for because that's technically my home track, uh, the Texas Motor Speedway, and then finishing off the series into the new year at Homestead Miami Speedway. Do we have playoffs? Uh, I No, we are running the, just like a straight... You mean the glorified IROC thing? <laughs> no playoffs? No playoffs. Join no glorified IROC. Everybody join. Join, join. Join today. Yeah. Uh, the Canada Cup Series is taking part in two different time zones on Friday evenings. So um, if you're in the Europe time zone, there's a time for you to run. For the Americans, there's one... Um, later in the evening for you to run. Um, and the truck series take place, takes place on Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Time zone. Eastern? Eastern. Eastern. Not Eastern, Eastern. What about what about Western? Yeah, what about Western? Or Centron? Transitioning over to Fortson <laughs> News now. Um, Let's not oh, forget about those chaps out there and how are you. <laughs> something I forgot to mention. The folks on Gilligan's Island. Yeah. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Have we broken Ben? Uh, we broke Ben. <laughs> something I forgot to mention during the show was that um, Forza 7 recently released onto Game Pass. So basically, if you're a subscriber to Game Pass, you now get Forza Motorsport 7 for free. Which, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. We're not sure yet. <laughs> Forza community. It's just going to be a lot more rammers in public lobbies now. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this past weekend we had our 10 hours of Road Atlanta where we tried to um, raise money for Extra Life. For those who are unfamiliar with Extra Life, Extra Life is a charity that helps 
um, children in the, the Children's Hope Miracle Network pay for their extensive medical bills, uh, help them, um, partners with the teaching hospitals, pioneer new technologies, um, all types of really good work. Um, as of this week, we are currently sitting at $615 raised oh, overall. Yeah. Um, we had an initial goal of about 2500 so I'm going to see if I can challenge our community. If you're listening, I'd like to challenge you guys to try to get to that goal before the end of the year. Uh, we do have another endurance left before the end of the year, so uh, be sure to look out for that information. Um, the link. Do, do you right guys now. take out, or are we taking outside donations on that? Because if we are, it would be a good time to mention it now. Yes, if you feel free to donate, uh, we'll tweet it out again um, during this part of the... I'll tweet it out after the show, um, since we only have a couple more minutes left. So um, I'll be sure to make sure that I do that. Um, so if you feel like you want to donate, the link will be out there. I'll make sure I send it to YouTube privately later, so you can do that. Um, anyway, for the results for our Bruno Winter Race, as I'm struggling to find the live timing page, there it is. Uh, coming home first. <laughs> uh, coming home first in the prototype category was the team called the Dale and Hart Tribute Band, number three Mazda Chevy Lola car that they produced themselves was was very American in the way that it, the entire car was basically an American flag, um, driven Dale. by former tour staff members uh, Jack Shia and Tyler Jones were able to get an overall victory only like 0.14 miles ahead of the ESV Motorsports Pro team, the favorite to win the event um, which came home in second and third is was the AMS Yargo <clears throat> excuse me um, Chevy Orica, which was uh, a couple miles back. Anyway, um, in GT, we had Team Mandem in their Porsche 911 coming home in first, followed by an FTR Reunion Viper and the Relaxation Spa Slap Shift Racing Corvette coming home in third. Um, congratulations, of course, to the uh, winners of their respective classes. Uh, thank you all to those who have donated and who will potentially donate to Extra Life. Um, it's not often that Tora does a, a fundraiser like that, and we want to look at doing more of these in the future. I can't race. I'll just donate. Okay, I'm okay with that. Which um, I th which I think actually that's part of the for their for extra life's sake and my sake i think that's the best option <laughs> because uh the kiddos get uh, get to have their financial struggles sorted out and i don't have to get on four seven anyhow yes um one last thing we did announce that we were having a spec up on thursday nights using the bmw e30 this is a forza event not and 
uh, AMS2 event, even though we talked about the AMS2 having the same car earlier. This is the Forza event. Um, this is Spec Cup, and of course, three different time zones. One for the um, the Asia time zone, the US time zone, and the European time zone. So if that sounds interesting to you, go ahead and check out the forums for all of the relevant information. Anyway, I believe that about does it for this week. We Yay! got <laughs> we got through the show without causing too many calamities or international instances. I think maybe oh, we'll see. Yes, or time zone incidences. Yes. Anyway, so from all of us here at the Tori Radio Show, uh, have a good week. Be safe. Wash your hands, and stay tuned for On the Grid. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.